Well, here we are again, Hans. We are here. Welcome, everybody. I'm Evan with Hans, of course. This is another week of You Never Studied. It is. The podcast where we talk about whatever we want, and then we Jesus juke you somehow. Yep, that's it. We need the Jesus. <laughs> the people demand it. The people it. demand the Jesus juke. How are you doing this week, Hans? I'm doing pretty well. In fact, had a great week because I got to watch something I'd never seen before. Yes. Which was uh, the Conroe Courthouse watching a baby. Yes. Ava, toddler, yes. Well, a child, uh huh. Move from in your care to in your family. Correct. Yes, we just adopted our fourth child. Ava May Godbold is now an official member. Here's the insurance paperwork right here on my desk. Oh, just good. Fill that out Congratulations. today. Yeah, I'm super excited. She can go to the dentist now. Yeah. Uh, actually, dental will be tomorrow. Um, but, but we're, yeah, we're, we were super blessed and I was really glad to have you cause this was obviously, this is the first time you've lived yeah, here I've for, missed the other ones. for that. Uh, although you were instrumental in the last one. I was, I had uh, a part of baby two. That's a cool, yeah, that's a cool three. story that we'll tell never. Uh, and then, uh, also not, not for the record. <laughs> yeah. Not for the record. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so that was, that was a really, it's been an interesting week. And so this podcast has kind of come together relatively. Yes, but I want to tell one cool story. Okay. Can I Jesus I'm, juke the yeah, adoption yeah, yes, thing? That's I, fine. You've already had this thought. Special se- yeah, segment. Special Jesus juke segment. So like when you get married or when anything happens that has a legal moment in it, right? I think like, I know where you're going. Yeah. yeah nothing changes emotionally. Right, like the, you don't increase your love. Like when you sign your wedding license, like your love for your spouse right. does it, not multiply. It was, it was there, yeah, before. But there is, in a, go back to like the gospel message and, and being declared righteous. Like declared, there is, yep. there is something about a judge saying somebody with authority, somebody who can say it. Yeah. Right, like. This is okay. This is this now. This, yeah. I'm changing her name, and she is a godbolt. So one of the things that you didn't even get to see uh, was... And I was tearing up. Was, oh yeah, I was a mess. I always am. Uh, Andrea's the rock, and I'm like, <laughs> holding the baby. <laughs> I'm making a gr- qu- crying grimace. Well, we, uh, so we felt it. Yeah, and so I... It, yeah, but one you seeing it on the paper, like the adoption decree with the seal on it yeah. and everything, and then like you flip over to page like two or three is the name change and all all that all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. So like quote unquote baby girl now changing to because she was like a, AKA baby girl when she was born. Like um, that's not the name that appears on the birth certificate, but for a while they didn't. Yeah, yeah. They, so like they, it was it was yeah. Which I I learned that because this case was so different. I learned that that day. I was like, she was a baby girl? <gasps> no, she's my baby girl. So anyway, yeah, it was awesome. And I'm really glad you got to be a part it was of a it. Cool you, and, you and Courtney. It was, that was a really cool moment. That meant a lot to us, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But Hans, we don't, have, we don't have time for this. I want to know something about, uh, yeah, I need to know how you are going to model for her. Yeah, exactly. Well, Physical activity. You can see you can see this watch right here. So, I can see so it. So we're going to talk about this. You in, have insurance? Yes, we do. And we're going to talk about this in our first segment. Didn't you know? Okay, Hans. Mm-hmm. So, so you you sent me this article. Yes. And well, okay. So all the time you're yeah. just like, gotta get my steps. Gotta get my steps. I, I mean, do every I day. A, I have a Fitbit. Uh, I think it's called Versa. <laughs> yeah. That's what it the, is. The cheap one. Yeah. It's, no. no, it's the it's the medium priced yeah. smartwatch version. <clears throat> Uh, and so these are, a, of course, these are a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, I've, I've had Fitbits previous to this. And, I mean, you'll see people who are like, oh, shoot, I got to get up and get, like. Vic I've, Green, Vic, shout, Vic, shout out to yeah, Vic Green. Vic would get up in the office, and uh, this episode sponsored by Vic. Vic Green, and his uh, he has like a hunting camp or something. Yeah, he? Shiloh Farm. Shiloh, Shiloh Farm, yeah, sponsored yay. by Shiloh Farm, ShilohFarms.com. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> VicGreen.com we'll yeah. has something about yeah, Shiloh yeah, that's on right. it. Vic Green has a website. And he'll lead your hunting trips. VicGreen.com. So Vic, you'd see Vic marching through the, the halls of the chapel really quickly. 
He'd be a good expert, by the way. And he, uh, I don't know about what. Ooh. Ooh. But his side hustle Take could that, be Shia Vic. Farms. <laughs> so he's always be like, got to get those steps. And there's this number. Do you know the number? That like, you know, like, like The magic number yeah, that you the need? Magic yeah, the magic number. Of course, I have it set for that. It's 10,000 steps. 10,000 steps. Ah, but you probably didn't know that there's nothing That's magical That's clinically about... studied, and everyone has agreed upon that you need to have 10,000 <laughs> 10, steps. Yes. But I, like, people have tried to trace down where did the 10,000 steps come from, and they think it, it came from unique. decades ago like to some... Uh, Japanese company yeah, or something trying to sell like, a pedometer, yeah, right? And, and so they're trying to, <laughs> so, so marketing. It came down to marketing. Yeah, and so that kind of stuck, and so you get this thing that's stuck with 10,000 steps. So... So basically, it's milk. It does a body good. Yeah, it's like who made I that up? It. Dairy farmers. <laughs> milk. Wait, not 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 doctors. Nope. I started working out, drinking milk. <laughs> That's right. You're like, are those related? <laughs> so, anyways, I saw this article. Uh, of course, you see all the the news sites write up about the article, but there was a researcher uh, who has written about pedometers. Now the research is a little funny. I'm gonna. I mean, I can't lie. If you actually go to the, the like the abstract and you read about the design setting, which me being a little bit of a, a yeah, research you're a nerd, res- you're a research I'm like, guy. I want to find the source. So I actually didn't read the article, but I read from the article's website about. Yeah. So so yeah. I actually went to the Internal Medicine Journal and I was like, okay, I don't want to read the whole article because it uses a lot of things I don't know about, but I do want to read what the article so is going to be about. So tell, tell us. Yeah. Okay. So. First of all, it's going to yeah, – womp, womp. There were almost 17,000 women studied. Yeah, this is only studying women, not men. 16,741 women were studied with an average age of 72 years. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is an older, old, older Double me, yeah. right? But so, oh, oh, over the course of – not that there's anything wrong with being you know double my age. Uh, but over the course of these several years, they had these women wear a pedometer – for seven days, if I'm reading the research right. So 17,000 people, seven days of a four-year span, they were checking their steps. Get it? Got it. Yeah. So I think that's that's how it works. But yeah. That's, then, I, I have the NPR. So you're hearing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So then when they did the follow-up, they found that those who took a certain amount of steps – but it wasn't it was ten thousand. It was ten thousand steps. <laughs> no, right? it was forty four hundred. The, so, the forty four hundred. The show about like the one hundred forty four thousand steps. Since the Jehovah Witnesses were right all along. <laughs> so 40, going 40, from house to house. Four, Sorry, forty four hundred steps. <laughs> and that, that was really it. And it caps out. So like it reduced your risk of dying if you were seventy two at forty four hundred. And ten thousand nothing. Less than half. In fact, it leveled out in regard to health benefits yeah. at seventy five hundred. So for all you people with your pedometers, if you're seventy two years old and a woman, <laughs> and a woman, and you and you walk for seven days over four so what, years. So what you want the study to say, Hans? Not necessarily what it does say, but what you want the study to say is my 10, truth 000, for the study. <laughs> my truth is that ten thousand is too high. I gotta matter. live my truth. Uh, no, so I just I, I was reading it thinking, okay, people are all about the pedometers, the steps. but it's so often just based on something whatever, arbitrary. right? Yeah, yeah. Right, which is fine. Set a goal, have the thing, but this is the part, and you got to go back. Like I, I, this is not my Jesus juke. This is my life coach juke. Okay, and then I'm ready. I, and then I'll go to the Jesus juke. But the life coach juke, if you go back to I think episode two on Atomic Habits, which is episode one. Yeah, the right? real the real one. So our yeah. first real episode, I, it talks about making these small changes. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing that this article says. If you at least can apply it 
Uh, one thing we do research is you go, does this generalize to other populations? And you can't really know a lot about this research. Like, sure. Were they always active? Did somebody have to go to the hospital? Right. What other things? Yeah. Like, were they so gardening? Many things. Were they doing right. – yeah. So you don't really know, but – if I could just take the general sense, which is it, you may not have to do as much physical activity as you thought to make significant improvements in your health, right? And that's kind of what the Atomic Havocs idea from that first episode was, which is like small changes have significant impact. And so often with health, we're like, oh, gosh, I got to get 10,000. You, you don't get 10,000. You feel like you're going to die. Okay. I, I agree with all of that. We're gonna, but. Okay. What, go ahead. No, but. Yeah. I'm well, waiting, so, so, waiting yeah, for Evan's pa- big pa- butt. Pause. No pun intended. We're going to stop before the Jesus juke, and we're going to get a counterpoint from Evan. Who I'm wear, ready. Who wears a fitness tracker, and you don't. I don't. I don't care I don't, about. I don't need it. I don't care about longevity. I just care I've about just been stepping my being able to time. have a snack at 9 p.m. on my fitness pal. And if I wear one of these, then it tells me I burned an extra 400 calories, so that means I can have cheese and crackers at 9 p.m. <laughs> when we were at Dave Matthews, you were like, I can have this extra pretzel yep. because I walked back and forth from the bathroom a couple Exactly. <laughs> like, so by the time I get to the car. So, so, so my logic has never been longevity, okay? Because, that's right. So you're going to die in 10 years. Yes. That's, the, that's always been the plan. No. <laughs> so, Sorry, so, Ava. So when <laughs> – so whenever I get your dad loved you into a mode of I want to lose a little bit of weight, which I'm I'm in that now. Although yeah, we had an you go adoption, cycles in an adoption party, I ate uh, deep dish pizza and red velvet cake. So I'm I not, wanted to come over when I missed it. But I wanted to come over and have some of that. Cake. Dude, that pizza, Jets Pizza, sponsor of the show. Yeah, tonight, that's right. Is so good. They're right. not the sponsor. You should of the have show. their Shiloh Farm deer uh, <laughs> duck sausage pizza. It's so good. All over the map tonight. No, uh, we're on it. So so. All right. You just so, want to eat more. Well, what, what, all I'm saying is, A, I don't think 10,000 steps is that hard. Granted, I'm not a 72-year-old woman. I'm a 35-year-old man. 10,000 mm. steps is just me going and walking padfoot. That's my dog. For, like, you know, two miles, three miles. And, and that, I, I Googled it to see what, how many miles 10,000 steps is. How many is, is it? It's about five. Obviously, they're, they're taking into account, like, average gait of yeah. a person. So it's about five Yours miles. would be, like, 20. So, t- to me, even though it was probably just a marketing thing, like, walking five miles a day... Kind of sounds like a lot, you know. So, so I do agree with your point. Like that might be insurmountable for somebody that's pretty sedentary yeah. and is not used to doing, it or is you know seventy plus years old. Yeah. Going, I can't walk ten thousand steps, and they're like, "Well, you may not." But have for to. our seventy-two year old listeners, yeah. this is good news. Yeah, uh, and and we know there's a lot of you. Yeah. Uh, so I, there's not a lot of listeners. So how, how many they're not even seventy-two <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, it depends. If we're talking about preachers and sneakers, there's at least seventy-two. Um, listens. So, <laughs> that's right. But that could be people, Multiple the same listens. people listening to this. And, well, this is this is dazzling <laughs> podcast stuff right now. So I know we're going to definitely rake in the, the listeners with this. But I do, I do think that there, there's a value it, to to push on the idea of of tracking in general. Yeah, I do think that there's a value in fitness tracking. There's a value. Just your your even your Atomic Habits book, right? Like, oh, I track all kinds. You of track stuff. all kinds of stuff now with your app that you have. That's like my fitness pal for your life. Yeah, you know, I my have, fitness life. I have my fitness pal, and I and I have my fitness tracker linked to my fitness pal, so it goes. Oh wow! So it goes. Hey, you burned this many calories, yeah. and it, and it adds that back in to your thing. And it's like if you just kind of run at a deficit because you ate enough, but you ran this, then it'll be like you you would weigh this yeah. in five weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty accurate. Like if you were actually beast moding, last time I beast moded and I got down to like, 
you know, my target weight or very near it. Yeah, back when you ketoed. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to I want a keto- cheeseburger with lettuce instead of bread. And I'm like, what is happening? And 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 to be fair, uh, I'm not doing that again. And so it's not going nearly as fast. Keto <laughs> is way faster. This is like the That's more right. normal just eat healthy. But your epilepsy's gone. Yeah, my, my epilepsy's gone because of keto. Um, so anyway, I do think that having fitness trackers for people that are trying to, you know, do this, set, setting a goal – and, and your fitness tracker will let you set other goals besides 10,000 steps. That's yeah. the default setting. But you could set it for 4,500 or 7,000. And they kind of – Don't go of, above 7,000 uh, because if not, you're just wasting your time. If you're a 72-year-old woman, that might be true. They don't – Who do used it. it over seven days. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's a very narrow study. But anyway huh. – 17,000 so, people so is that, that narrow. I, all, all I'm trying to say is there are other reasons to use a fitness tracker than just longevity. I like, get it. Like I totally weight. get it. But here's what I would want to say. To all those people sitting around right now listening to this episode, you don't have to like you don't have to do as much as you might think to make different have differences. Like this is the part that get, goes crazy. Is I'll talk to people at church or wherever, like, oh, I'm just not doing well enough, I'm not doing this. I'm like, okay, why don't you pray for like a minute straight? Just yeah. go for a minute straight. I always, That's all you need. Right? I always tell guys like, Can you read a psalm and a proverb? Like That's you it. know, like that guy, like people that are struggling to have quiet times. Like, could you just read a psalm and a proverb every day? Here's a here's a thing with psalms and proverbs, and look, they're marked out for days. Yeah, and all you have to do is at one point give yourself five minutes. And do that, and you'll be doing more than you were doing. And so I, they, that, that's the part where, where I always want to encourage people is like there is – I had a buddy, Peter, who used to live in our guest house in Baton Rouge. And Peter had this phrase if it, you know, uh, that he, he, he used, which you might disagree with and not necessarily a uh, Bible phrase, but okay, helpful. Yeah, yeah. Good for the body, good for the soul. Like, like – that's yeah, one of those, yeah, like carnal, yeah, worldly well, wisdom things know, that might have a ring of truth to right, it. Right, right, yeah. right. But it was like it's good – to exercise, yeah. right? Like spiritual disciplines are good things, and like these are all these are okay. But don't you don't have to set like there are a lot of gigantic things, things. Yeah, and there are a lot and, of things that are neutral that 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 are not necessarily you know good or bad in and of themselves. Like you can make working out an idol, or you can make working out just a part of your overall emotional and spiritual and physical health. That, right? And like, so that's the part yeah. I like, the, like I want. And studies like this help. Because culture will say, oh, no, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And really, people just go, no, you don't. Yeah. And so to those who, who are listening in ministry, I want to be like, hey, guys, like, don't set these huge bars, right, like a Pharisee for people and go, sure. oh, you got to get way up here because, you know, if not, you're not spiritual enough. And so I meet with guys every Thursday morning. It is Thursday night now. So uh, like 50 hours ago, we met. Um, <laughs> Thursdays are long days for both of us. <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, you know, and we do scripture memory and try to remind ourselves cool. of the verses we did. And there are five of us. Almost no one gets their verse right. Mm. There's know, always some sort of it's like, like eh, grammatical you know, I think today trick. the guy was like, something, something, do you believe this? Right? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, and, and I can be like, get it right. C minus. But I also go, you are, you are trying to do things you haven't done with this level of consistency in some time. Yeah. So just the fact that you are thinking about the Bible more is cool by me. And that's what I want, be it, be it your physical fitness, be it your spiritual health, be it spiritual disciplines. Like I want people to take make effort toward change. Yeah, if I could distill it down, it's don't not try things. Don't not attempt it. Don't not set goals. I know I'm doing a lot of double negatives, but I think the idea is... No, you, ha- you don't, aren't. You, you have to. 
you have to start somewhere. There you go. Yeah, you have to start somewhere. So and you don't, can start smaller than you think. And that's what I'm doing. Just I'm not trying to do keto this time because like I did keto and it worked, but it was unsustainable. You can't keep it up. Yeah, it was unsustainable. And Chelsea Nelson, shout out, friend of the show, Chelsea Nelson, one mm, of my lots team of friends of the show, who is a nutritionist, was like, "Cool, do you have epilepsy?" Like she just straight <laughs> yeah. up was like, "You're not going to be able to do this, and you're going to gain all your weight back." And she was right. I know. I, I know. Yeah. So, so that was that, great. It's really good and very helpful. So I. All of you listening, be freed. But it also – it was pretty cool because I have just finishing up a book this week, uh, oh. listening to a book this week about somebody who spent a lot of time trying to get youth and children to eat less and move more. So that's going to bring us to our next segment. Hit the books. All right, Hans. So, what mm. what is this magical book? Who is this special person? Yeah. Well, if you haven't guessed, there was somebody specifically over uh, a big chunk of the past ten years focusing on uh, school school food. Lock her and- up. <laughs> Lock her up. No? <laughs> no. Oh. Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. the, the other one. Yeah, Michelle okay. Obama. So I just did the audio. Michelle's audio. Uh, Mrs. Obama or Miss Michelle's or Mrs. First Lady. I'm not really sure what to call her. But Michelle Obama's audiobook Becoming. Okay? So, what do you call it? Do you call it? Do they have a title? You don't say like Madam First Lady or anything? Do you say that? I don't know. Well, you still call the president's Mr. President. So I don't. Do you, do you say Madam First Lady? I don't know. Well, I don't know if you ever Somebody say look that. that up and let us know. Yeah. Comment yeah. after you share this episode with That's all right. your friends. Uh, so I, I, again, I'm in the memoir mode. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wanted, I wanted to hear what you had to say, and it's funny because if I say Obama, people are like, "Oh my gosh, Obama!" I can't Thanks, remember. Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I'm like, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And so, like, first again, she's the she's the narrator, right? She's the you know she's reading her story. So you're hearing. Oh, her, so she, so yeah. this is an audiobook. That yeah, it's audio, okay. and, and it's 18 hours. Okay, oh, wow, so that's a lot. so and the library gives it to you for two weeks, and there was a big long hold on it. So I had to like I ha- I listened once to you it got at, it you needed I to had do to listen it. to it at two x so I had, I had so, nine so hours she spoke a lot higher and more yeah. quickly than I thought they she keep would. the same tone they just speed it up oh cool yeah so so it doesn't get yeah it doesn't get it's not like a tape yeah right? po- you can do that on podcasts too so, so some it, people probably been so actually here's what's really cool is is that of course because there's politics involved because you know presidency yeah it can't not be but it was just. Incredibly, just this is the work that she did. And I sent it to my my, my buddy David Mills, friend of the show, uh, unnecessary hey complications, yeah. and he he had this comment like the Obamas are impressive people. And oh, they sure. really, really are. Yeah. And so you get to hear about like how she got to school, her family upbringing, her dad's uh, multiple sclerosis, um, and which is interesting because mom yeah, had MS, right? Say, so her dad died from MS. Guys, yeah. Mom died from MS. Uh, so there's just all these things, and it was so like her. It was awesome to listen to and to hear her talk about her experience of what was going on because she didn't like politics. And, huh. you know, like, and she didn't want like, – even in the book, she's like, for those of you who are wondering, never running, running for any for office yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. I'm not doing it. So I want to just talk about a couple of things that I thought were neat because people, of course, are like, oh, I don't agree with their politics. But like one, let me just say this to the listeners and anybody who wants to hear it. It's ridiculous not to listen and read people who come from different perspectives and different ideologies. I agree. Like, it, and and so often, I feel like it's happening more and more. People will not read from a different perspective. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't help anything, and all you do is get in the echo chamber. And I feel like with Twitter or with books everything that people siloing read, off. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's it and and people that 
believe differently than you, it gets harder to see them as people. Yes, and like, that's the other thing that, that reading about, yeah, like, but where you're listening to her voice, you're listening to and her she's cadence. like, and, and so she's talking about raising her kids in the yeah. White House. She's like, no, that's helpful. Like our our kids became adults in the White House. They they grew yeah, up that's and weird went to, to high Sasha school. And Malia. Yeah, Sasha like that, and Malia. And they and that was and, my Obama. And impression. so she was like, we had to learn. Like she's talking to the Secret Service. She's like, listen. If you want to protect kids, you have to move like kids. You can't be having pe- – like people always have to fill out all this information, do all this work. You're going to impair their ability to be children <laughs> if you try to do this. So it was really cool to see the way that they thought about it, the way that they approached trying to live this life. But there was uh, – so I give my little comment. You always have to read people outside of sure. your streams, number one. Uh, I loved the way Barack proposed. I thought it was so cool because – I don't know this story. Yeah, they were living together and, um, and he was not really for marriage. He didn't really see a lot with it, and he was always brilliant, always viewed as brilliant, like up and comer. Um, and she wanted it. She, she, like, like Brock's uh, family background was very different. Hers, she, you know, grew up both parents saw that. Barack was more uh, nomadic in yeah, regards to yeah, like yeah. Uh, mom, dad, that kind of life. And so they just had different views of, of marriage. And they went out to dinner one night, and he goes, "Listen, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I just am not." I, 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 I don't see a reason for it. And they're both lawyers, so they're, they're arguing back and <laughs> forth about how this is going to go. And then the waiter brings a ring box. And he needed one – he wanted one more. He's like, no more of these. Like, let's get married. Right, so he just needed one more moment in argument with oh, her. Oh, that's hilarious! And so he got her super riled up about not getting married, and then did it. And then right at the oh, end, was like, "Smooth so, operator, Mr. President." <laughs> that yeah, was pretty cool. That is good. Uh, secondly, I, there's something I really liked, and I actually, when I was listening to it, I was like, "Courtney, write that down." And so she talked. He'd just gotten elected the first time, right? And they're and they're they're learning Washington, and he wants to bring his kids to school. Okay. Now, things about presidents is presidents get their license taken away; they can no longer. They can't drive, drive right? themselves. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So they can't drive themselves. They don't go out. You can't really do anything. They get like special like D- DVDs of movies and stuff if they want to see movies. Like they yeah, get they, they, like, the everything. House. Yeah, yeah, his daughter was in a dance recital, and he had to go to the dress rehearsal and sit in the back. Like nah, you know, stinks. like you just can't. Yeah, it's just real. And life. you slow down everybody else's life if your president is going to. show up mm-hmm. first lady can travel with less of an entourage but even when she was taking her uh oldest daughter i'm sorry i forget the name but uh Sasha which or one Malia, yeah. i don't remember which one but taking them for college visits it was so intense around her that she was like you just need to go with my aide go to the next visit because it's going to be become too much yeah so she uses this phrase a couple of times i don't know if she knows what she's what, how she's referring to it, but it's a great illustration for that phrase in hebrew glory right so hebrew word for you know glory is kavod i don't know if you remember what it means it means mm-hmm. like heavy right weighty like glorious is weighty significant okay. and so she's talking about uh president obama and he wants to drop the girls off for their new school but the amount of work it would take to have that happen was too significant and she uses this line He'd become too heavy. That's actually how she describes it, and she uses that at least one other time. Huh. Heavy, or sorry, heaviness as the way in which it now has to operate when you fill or fit this role. And I was like, and I've I, it, the funny part was I've used President Obama as an illustration for glory coming back from um, not glory in the Bible sense for all you nerds. Like, no, it's not glory. Oh, well, glory, God. Blah. That's what I was about to yeah. say. I'm going to correct your heresy yeah, right now. Yeah, he's just course. a man. Yeah, huh? he's just a man. He's not glorious. Uh, even though I think that Ehud and Eglon, right, and Judges, I think Eglon was seen as somebody, somebody who's a very fat seen man. As seen as glorious, right? Same, same sort I, of I, idea. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, so I, I think so. Don't you know, quote me on that, but you can. Hans um, said. Yeah. So 
I remember we were flying back from Haiti and we were in Miami and the president had just come to Miami on Air Force One. So this is when Obama was there. And we were, we just had to sit in on the, the tarmac. In the we had to wait. Yeah. We had to wait for the president to land, taxi, get out, get in his motorcade, uh, motorcade and head to where he was going. Gotcha. Before air travel out in and out of Miami where we were could could change or could could move again. And I was like, this is that idea of glory that when someone shows up of significance – everything changes right like that every you have to change everything about what you do and so it was cool to hear their story cool to hear their family cool to hear what they were trying to do in the white house in regards to how they were trying to live their life out as a family uh the people they were trying to serve differences they were trying to make um and just what it was like and there was only one time um that she and like they they kept their work life separate like work and family one time in eight years, she visited him in the Oval Office by herself. Huh. Like, Oval Office was work, and he would do work at night, too. But, uh-huh. like, one time, it was after a school shooting. Oh. And, and, she just came and in. She was, and he asked for her. Oh. Right? And so you get to see these, like, these incredibly That's cool. yeah, tender hum- human moments, moments yeah. in the book, which was great. So I do, like, if you want the, the audiobook, get it. Um, if you want to read it, read it. I would just say it's incredibly helpful to read people's perspectives and people's experiences because it helps you yeah, realize sure. what people are going through. So I, if I could give it a number of stars, I would give it however many. Like, okay. There were things I disagreed with. So you with. really, really liked it. I did. And she, of course, yeah, you're going to disagree with she was like, I, well, And she was and, also yeah. like, you know, like I'm optimistic. I have faith in optimism. I was like, I don't really think that that is – faith might make you optimistic, but, but you don't have yeah, faith, faith in, in, op- in optimism. optimism. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't work. Those are things that – So, you know, like there was – yeah, it was, it, it was a thing. <laughs> yeah. But you just go – this was – it was cool, man. It really was cool. So thanks well, for letting me jaw about it for no, a while. No, no, that's all right. Helpful. One of my favorite things about Michelle Obama is that she is a socialist. So she's yeah, not she, really a yeah. socialist, but just bear with me, folks. And one of my other favorite people, definitely my favorite captain it's in Bernie Starfleet, Sanders. is also a socialist. Okay. And that leads us to our next segment. Study break! Hans was looking at his phone. I, would, no, I, right. you, I heard you going, one, two. So I was ready. I was you ready. You just didn't make eye contact. I didn't make eye contact, but I was in. All right. So so I made a joke about so, socialism. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because in Star Trek, everybody's socialist, uh, including Captain Picard. Yeah. And Captain Picard has a new series coming out CBS next year. CBS apparently on, has a show coming out. CBS All Access. All Access, that's yeah, right. It's the streaming thing, same as Twilight Zone, same as Star Trek Discovery. Um, but so they're they're going all in on Star Trek. That's what CBS All Access has. Like uh, They're kind of like, we have new Star Trek shows. If you want it, come subscribe. And so mm. one of the cool things is they are doing what a lot of people in the industry call a Lega sequel. And a Lega sequel just means... Oh, Legacy yeah, sequel. Yeah, it's picking up in real time, aging with the actors. It's what the new Star Wars movies were, too. Yeah. So, like, uh, and, and we're seeing that with the new Ghostbusters movie Wait, that's coming out. the new Star Wars movies, they're younger. No. Oh, Star Wars. I was thinking Star Trek. No, That's Star- me being yeah, a Trekkie. Yeah, yeah. So or Star Warsy. Star- well, and that's the weird thing about Star Trek, is Star Trek's kind of got these weird different universes. Yeah. Like, they've got the new movie universe, which is legit and alternate. It's good, yeah. And it's, but it's an alternate timeline in the past. Got it. And so that's why old Spock is in it yeah, also, because he's, he's stuck in the old timeline, uh, or the new timeline. So Picard on CBS is, is following is up. Is following with, with Next Generation. It happened, yeah. if, you know, ended the movie, the last movie was 15 years ago. And so they're like, 15 years ago, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and so okay. It's like Star Trek on, Nemesis, right. which was a terrible movie. Yeah. Like, where that happened, and that's all. And so, yeah, it's following some sort of new story that Picard is on as a, you know, aging, no Wine longer. Winemaker. Yeah, and that, so that calls back to Star Trek The Next Generation when he was a, 
um, when he was uh, his brother had the family business, which was a Picard Chateau like vineyard. And uh, at different times, he comes back and sees his brother, and they don't get along and all yeah. that. And now he's taking over the family business. Yeah. So anyway, we don't know a lot about it except that Patrick Stewart's super jazzed about it, has signed on for multiple seasons of it already. Yeah, they, they've they've pitched it. Uh, at Jonathan Frakes, who played Commander Riker, okay. is directing it. Okay. Because uh, he's a director, and he does lots of he does lots of TV directing. Uh, and yeah, man, people are kind of stoked about this. I, I, you know, it's, but just from your perspective, you grew up with your parents watching it a little bit. So you have a little bit more Star Trek in you than Star Wars. Some, yeah. yeah. Um, but you, uh, you, we just watched the trailer right before this clip and it genuinely got you. When he showed up, I I had no frame of reference. Yeah, you thought maybe it was going to be a prequel or something. I was like, oh, here's a thing about Picard. But then when he shows up, I'm like, Sir Patrick Stewart, Mm -hmm. I'll see anything you're in. Yeah, he's great. And so he, and he was really, he was one of the ones that kind of was like. And it's a teaser trailer. It gives you no info, right? It's literally just him walking uh, through the vineyard. And there's going to happen. Somebody's voicing over, like narrating something, and that's all you get. Rise of Sky. Skywalker. So I, but I thought it was, I thought it was neat because a, I'm like, like you and like most people, like he's probably one of my favorite Star Trek guys. Uh, definitely my favorite captain on Star Trek. Although, yeah. although Anson mounts, uh, captain Pike in the new discovery is probably a second place for me now. Okay. So good. Um, and Star Trek discovery, just so you know, Star Trek discovery is, um, is a new Star Trek show that's already on CBS all access. And it sort of serves as a prequel to the original series timeline so it's set in the past okay so this will be the first time star trek has gone into the future yeah since the next generation like the next generation when all those shows ended and the movies ended they've only done prequels or alternate timelines yeah they have not done anything that's like aged with the characters that's why i said it's kind of like a legacy sequel yeah it's gonna be cool yeah it's kind of gonna be neat new special effects we're in peak tv time now like where tv shows have way bigger budgets like next generation yeah it came out in the 80s and it looks terrible now. Yeah. Like when you go back and watch these shows, they don't hold up that well visually. But if you watch Star Trek Discovery, it looks like the new Star Trek movies in terms yeah. of like the visual effects. Like they're so good. The the coolest Star Trek battle I've ever seen was the season finale of this one's Discovery, and that includes like all the movies. Yeah. And so so I'm really excited to see with somebody's with the acting chops like Sir Patrick Stewart giving something more dramatic to chew on because it's not going to be the typical like villain of the week, show of the week, story of the week kind of stuff. I'm sure it's going to be a new kind of modern, serialized right. story. And it's uh, some of the same guys that have done the the, the, the newer uh, reboot movies are involved with this. Uh, I think Alex Kurtzman is one of the writers on it. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm optimistic about it. And, it. and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. But I like I look forward to hearing you tell me about it. Leg- Lega sequels in general are kind of a thing now and they're 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 capitalizing on people's nostalgia right and actors willingness like Harrison Ford being like yeah I guess I'll do it again just give me a bunch of money and I'll come yeah. back uh, and, well, and they like the characters and they too, like the characters so it's too. cool to go what would it be like to do this yeah even when, which is funny because one person that won't do that essentially is Bill Murray because yeah. he doesn't he didn't like the green screen even of Ghostbusters 2 yeah like Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> all the visual effects in 1990 yeah, he, did, yeah. he didn't want to do it but he did say but Bill Murray did come out and say he will do a cameo in this movie yeah um so so but it, that that sort of thing i think it's a, like bill and ted is doing a legacy right. next year like if they do back to the future I, I get like 80s nostalgia bingo yeah like uh, so i'm i'm super happy it's a great time to be like a, a partaker of entertainment it is It'll, so, it looks fun you yeah. should check it out yeah so that's i mean and that's that's really it that's all we've got for for this week folks but if if you are interested at all in hearing more about what we're doing over the summer 
or wanting to contribute to a show over the summer, yeah. you can email us at youneverstudied at gmail.com. We're also definitely planning another Ask the Expert with uh, yep. with somebody in July. That's going to be fun. We're going to be traveling a little bit. Yeah, Hans, send us a be... few of your... Uh, send us ideas. Send us things you want to talk about. We might do some mailbag stuff. We yeah. want to hear from you. Yeah. Have some comments. We need to record some shows at different times and give the people what they want. That's right. Also, don't forget to like us, share us, give us reviews, and uh, tell, tell your friends, neighbors, grandmas, everybody about... How great it is. You never study. And we will see you guys next time. Adios.